0: ab 53 Creative Podcast. We are here to support, inspire and help out creative individuals. Hello Fiona, how are you today? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I am fine. We're we're just chilling at home today and you're, you're in the classroom today working away. Yes. Yeah. So I was just wanting to start things off with that introduction to your creative journey and you you studied at grays and things like that yes um i graduated from grays in
1: 1999 um well, i started in 1995 and um, i did uh, printmaking um but i, I was always been like really uh, passionate about drawing drawing's been a huge thing for me and uh, it wasn't until i when i did my degree show probably 50% of my degree show was drawings really large big turquoise drawings and then the rest was prints and it's funny because my prints and my drawings were even in separate rooms for my show so the main room was my drawing so I think it kind of shows how much you know what my um, passion was but um, I remember my tutor saying to me um, you know if you thought about doing a master's in printmaking and I was like well, I enjoy printmaking, but my my passion is drawing. I said, but I don't think there's a course that focuses on that, ma- you know, specifically drawing a masters. Then she explained there was a new course that just started in London, and it was just specifically aimed at contemporary drawing. And um, she told me where it was, and I applied for it, and I got in. And I was
0: ever since then, I've just really, just loved and exploring drawing. <laughs> well, I was looking on your Instagram, and you. When you're looking at uh, on the computer, you don't get a real vision of the size and the scale. But then you've got a post where you're standing next to one, so it is yeah. really large scale drawings that you're doing with loads of detail. So on your FM um, website, you've got a comic blog. I just wanted to know a bit about what inspired you to start that. Um, well, I've always done like really kind of. I've always
1: gone in between doing really large charcoal works and then um, doing small little pieces and like narrative drawings because a a lot of my large pieces I get inspired by like ghost stories and gothic romanticism, and so it's like a there's always a narrative element in my inspiration. It's either a, I'll see a scene from a movie, like a film, or I'll or I'm reading a book, and there's something about something maybe a a, a chapter or a scene in the book that I really want to try and capture. And um, so there's all so I started. I've done like kind of little things before, but then. The, I started working with pen and ink on one of, I did a little comic thing um, and now I'm quite busy doing like a Christmas tale, and that's, this one's totally different, it's not so gothic but it's more, it's colourful and it's just, I started that just before, just before Christmas and I was always hoping I would get it finished for Christmas but it's just been going on and on so that's kind of something I'm working on just now so I kind of go in between the two. Um, I go, I've kind of given up on charcoal as well. I've gotten really into working with pen. And I don't know if you saw on my Instagram, but I had a pen drawn of a house with covered in ivy and things. And that took me about six months to do because it was working with this really fine pens and because I work as well. and so well,
0: You, you can kinda, see kinda... so much detail in all, I'm looking at now, the leaves and things like that. And then the faces as well. There's so much detail in them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like a kind of labor I love you kind yeah. of absolutely love working you just get kind
1: of I, I always thought I'd go do less detail but I've noticed there's the longer out in my practice and especially for the pen drawing of the house I end up doing more and more kind of um I don't know it just kind of get you get into your own little world if that makes sense so I feel like really...
0: if you're going to uh, commit your time to making something there's almost a uh, ne- need to take your time and do as much detail and add all the elements that you want rather than just churning out loads of things yeah yeah, yeah. on your um your your I pass through the iron gates so that one here yeah, that's a story yeah. yeah you've been adding wee pops of color with the yellow there is that what yes, you're meaning yeah. for your Christmas one or is that one a bit more bright <laughs> no the Christmas one is like is
1: really colorful and it's colour always been a thing I've been, not not afraid of, but it's always, yeah, it's I've always been interested. I suppose that comes from a printmaking background. I've always been interested in the mark making and how mm. the pen, you know, just creating marks. And I've always loved that. And that's why I love drawing. I mean, I, rather than painting is, is a totally different medium. It's a, it gives you a different, it's just so different. And I, I just feel maybe more in control with a pen or pencil. I just like that scratchy kind of just layering, creating lots of layers of marks. Um, so with the yeah, this is probably most colourful stuff I've ever done. Is <laughs> this little comic thing? But it's actually quite nice
0: because it's it's quite small, so it's manageable if that makes sense. So I'm excited to see it. I'll be waiting <laughs> for it Christmas when it comes out. <laughs> I totally agree with with um, when you're working black and white, it's it's the details that tell the story yeah. and the fine lines, yeah. rather than just having colour for yeah. the n- thought of having colour. Yeah. I was going to ask you about your—you mentioned about your love of ghost stories and the supernatural. <laughs> I think there's something always that the unknown that draws you in. What what's your what, what's your passion about that? <laughs> um, I think it starts when I think about why I love stuff like that. I don't know. I
1: think it. It could start from, well, I suppose it definitely starts from my childhood, because my mum used to always tell us ghost stories, and she's she's very superstitious, and I think that's quite a northeast thing, it's like people here are quite superstitious, you know, and... and um, and she does believe in the supernatural and things. So it's kind of like rubbed off on me. And then my granny as well was like that. And just stupid things like don't stir with a knife. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, just <laughs> things like that. My granny would say, oh, don't stir with a knife. Or, you know, it's bad luck. Or if you drop a spoon in the kitchen or a fork, oh, that's somebody coming to visit. You know, just little things I've been brought up with. And and I was when I was little, we lived in the um, Alpha, which is um, not far from here. And we um, my parents bought an old schoolhouse. And the old school was just right next to our house. So we would have lived in the like the headmistress's or headmaster's house. And it was in the middle of the country. So me and my brothers would actually play in the school. that Whoever owned it had block, like boarded it up, but we managed to creep in. And I'll just remember there was all these old classrooms and there's like broken windows and, you know, there was a big hole in the ceiling. Pigeons were coming in. Out. But it was so spooky and I think it's so kind of exciting at the same time and i it starts been there and just ever since I've just been just love ghost stories and love watching spooky films and just
0: I don't know it's just something I've always loved. I definitely agree with you you pick up on habits like you know you're you're not meant to pass someone on the stairs and things like that and yeah. uh yeah going out this in and out of the same door in the house don't leave at a different door it's just Uh if you hear it from someone else it almost just sits in the back of your head and even if you don't believe in it you might just think about it whilst you're doing it like oh maybe maybe I'll just go out the other door yeah it's, it's just I think it's quite yeah it's like ingrained in you or something or yeah yeah I've been um well my mum and me always have liked our crystals and things like that and I, I charge my moon water and things like that and my, my boyfriend I think he's just been open to this world of what what on earth is going on well, that's
1: that's interesting I've never really yeah I've, I've heard a lot about crystals and energy and things um my mum I think quite likes stuff like that as well so
0: well I think there was a shop in Aberdeen I think they've closed and you went in and that I just would wear away to the lady in the shop and she's like I'm just employed here but I'm like oh what what does this crystal do and what does this one do oh, wow. so I just wanted to get a wee bit of an insight to your journey to teaching because you've only recently is it how how many years Here's have you been teaching three I think I'm in my uh,
1: let me think Probably just in my. I'm just started my. Yeah, this is my fourth year now. So I was a yeah four, four years teaching. Well, three years really, my probationer year, and then actually three years my NQT, and then and then then two years actually teaching. So new
0: NQT is a newly qualified teacher. So ah. so that's three. It's four years, I'd say. Yeah. What, up to my fourth What year. inspired you? What made you do that career change there? <laughs> I suppose I came back to the northeast
1: maybe probably eight years ago because um, I lived a long time in, down in Edinburgh and I lived abroad as well for a long time um, so I kind of moved back, back here. yeah it must be eight nine years ago um, and I think I was just kind of ready to I think maybe just moving back and see my mum and I, I mean I'm still I'm still really creative I'm still Love my practice. I'll never give up my practice. That's something I'll always do. And I think it's probably just time to give back. You know, I think right. I'm ready now to give back and help because I'm originally from this area. But I, although I went to Bath Academy, I didn't go to Cardiff Academy. Um, and I just thought, right, I really want to, yeah, help pupils that were in a similar position to me because we are so isolated up here. But at the same time, there's so much creativity. You know, it's there's so much talented people up here, and um, be going be going to Grays, and meeting all my you know the, the type of people you meet, and it, and doing exhibitions and scholarships and all that. It, it just shows you a different world. So I really, you know, I thought, I'd love to come back here and, and help and help people. So like this is, a, this will open up your world for you. You know, this this journey you can go on. So I think that's one of the reasons, and it, and of course it's
0: security as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's a secure job and stuff like that. So I definitely feel like at, at uni for graphics, it is. It's quite, there's a little bit, not too much pressure to move to like London and the. Yeah. It, it, saying that all the opportunities are down there whereas i i'm quite happy up here i i yeah but it's just with all the technology these days you you can make things and put them out there you don't need to necessarily travel no not now that that's you're in a great
1: time i mean yeah that's what it it, that's what it was like back then it was like you had to go to london or you had to push yourself or to go to these places but not now no i mean in it you know, that's the wonderful thing about social media, or Instagram, and you can have people from, you know, half, you know, across the world like your work and comment on, on your work, and and you can just post things to, to be included in exhibitions or or, or commissions or work. That, I suppose that's that's one thing that COVID has shown us is you don't, you know, we could, we've got this virtual world now that is going to help us. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Have you found yourself hindered or more motivated from COVID to do your projects? Do you think? With- um, I suppose I don't like teaching from behind the computer.
1: Mm-mm. I hate it. I, I, I do miss the the energy and the interaction with the, you know with pupils. You just can't beat it. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just such a nice environment, and I think the kids prefer. They really prefer, the, you know, uh, that's one thing I do think, you can bounce ideas off each other, um, but in terms of, I suppose I've quite enjoyed the isolation or the quietness just now of of doing my own stuff, and it kind of keeps you going, if that makes sense, otherwise you'd go a bit loopy.
0: (laughs) Uh I definitely agree with, it's that other subjects, like your maths and English, it's very easy you can teach it through computer type thing yeah. but with when someone's creating something you it's hard to you where you might have come along and be like oh why don't you try that how yeah. do you do that online yeah yeah because sometimes you know like you'll you'll suggest
1: you know you'll give an assignment and a pupils to do the work but you don't see that journey mm-hmm. so they just post it and then it's finished or you know, when the classroom, you can come and give feedback when they're half, you know, when they're, do, when they're progressing with the drawing and the drawing or that the piece of work will change and alter it with the feedback you're giving it. But when they're just doing it on their own and then it's finished and then you're like, well, next time you do it, try this. Do you know what I mean, instead yeah. of like getting in there before they finish it, you know, you can
0: influence it. So yeah, it does make a, it does make a big difference. So I'm just looking at your Instagram right now. And what is your most recent project that you've got up there? It's the third one, the pen. That's the pen one. Um, I think that, when you swipe along, you can look at the um, zoomed in sections and you can really see yeah. the detail in the pen, yeah. Yeah. And it probably is about that size, you know, actual size, mm. or maybe a wee bit smaller,
1: to be honest. Um, depends if you're looking on a phone or a computer. <laughs> um, this one uh, recently is um, been accepted for the John Brine Award, but I just have to wait and see if I get shortlisted. And I'm really pleased because this really is a transition from my charcoal works. Um, the, you know the earlier work, the charcoal works, so the, the just working with a pen, um, and it's easier to work because the charcoal works you need. You need more room. You need a lot of room, and the the pen ones. You can't actually just sit in a chair for a change and work like the big ones. You can't sit really because you have to keep you have to keep standing back to look at it, and then you go you know, and then you go back on and work on it and paper, and then you have to walk back again to see how it's going. But the pen, I love the pen ones. I'm just sitting in a chair and the, the paper's up against the wall and you are just, I am literally in this little square area of paper and I'm just stuck there for like an hour. And it's, it is is a lovely thing that that drew and it just really grew compared to the, the big charcoal works when you, ha- you, you have to go back and forth and you see it, the whole paper happening rather with the pens. You see bits of it happening, if that I'm makes thinking, sense. Like a jigsaw. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It's, yeah exactly. Just like bits by bits by bits by bits. And that's a, that's quite a nice journey. So the, I've started another one, which is a staircase. But that'll probably take about six months to do. like Because it's just, it's just work. It's just life, isn't it? You're working and you're going home. And the time you get home, you're tired and kind of have to force yourself
0: to do something. And then before you know it's bedtime, you start all over again. So, you know that I was when I noticed that it's red that all, most of your work is in charcoal all I was thinking about what if what if you just smudged it I I, I have such a fear of charcoal so pen definitely a lot easier in terms of the manageableness oh yeah and my house looks a lot better as well because
1: if you work with charcoal you know you go to the toilet and then you'll you know just you, you touch the door and then you touch the light and then do you know what I mean? It's just and then you go you know, you do wash your hands but then I'll, I'll fancy a cup of tea and then you know, it just everything just gets covered. So yeah,
0: it's it's a lot cleaner, put it that way. <laughs> it's definitely like when you're in amongst a project doing things, if you're painting or anything like that, and you get on your hands, even if you're painting walls, you just end up oh, yeah, it's no. fine, it's fine and then everything just gets covered and paint. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for Coming on this podcast with me. Oh, thank you for asking me. I really enjoyed it.